Hi, everyone. I'm Maya Fleming, and you're listening to Gentler, a podcast about postgrad life, adulthood, and self-care. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Gentler. I'm Maya, your host, and I am so excited to be here with another episode. My hand's a little cramped because I planned this whole whole episode out by hand, um, but it felt good to just get like a pen and paper out and plan it that way. So before we get into it, I want to go through some show updates and then the pluses and deltas as usual. So updates. Um, I am bringing back Financial Self-Care Friday episodes for this month. Um, I... I'm happy to do it. One, because you all love the financial self-care episodes. I've gotten a few requests for episodes and I was kind of getting backlogged with requests. So I thought it'd be a perfect time to bring back the Friday episodes just for this month. Um, I'm probably going to do them once per quarter. And then at the end of the month, I'm going to have a surprise, a way for you all to dive a little bit deeper into financial self-care. Um, another update, I don't know when the last time I mentioned merch was, but I put up a poll on my Instagram stories or on the gentler Instagram stories. And the vast majority of you who voted said you had no idea that we had merch, but we definitely do have gentler sweatshirts, um, available on the website. I'll link them in the show notes and let me know if you would like some fall colors. I'll see what's available. It's all like drop shipping, so I don't have as much control, but I'll see if any fall colors are available. So you all let me know what you'd like to see. All right. So pluses and deltas. I have a couple of deltas. First one, gentler did really, really well in September. So thank you all so, so much. Um, record hitting numbers for downloads and just everything was really great and really awesome um and it was especially uh what's the word rewarding because as you all know it was the uh like first anniversary for gentler on the 29th i believe so it was all really really great it was a, a really great way to end the first year of the podcast so I am so appreciative of that um another plus I have some really fun things happening in October um most of it will be behind the scenes and you probably probably won't notice much of it but I do have one thing that I alluded to earlier that will be happening and you all will be able to participate so more information on that to come but just you know get your eyes and ears ready um, Delta, I am really trying to get back into intentional self-care myself. Um, I think I, you know, got busy and kind of lost things a little bit, but I want to get back into the routine of really practicing everything I preach on here. Um, and so I think part of the reason why I really wanted to hand write this episode was because it was kind of like journaling in a way. Um, and whenever I first started doing the podcast, the episodes were really all inspired by my journaling entries because it was something that I was really going through in real time. So I really wanted to share all of that. So I am working on that myself and I am practicing what I preach. I'm going to be doing the self-care missions along with y'all and showing you everything. Um, but yeah, I just want to hold myself accountable to my own improvement. So let's go ahead and get into this week's episode. So today's episode was based on a request I received and I really related to it a lot. So I want to read the request and then kind of get into the episode. So I got this message uh, maybe two weeks ago and it just it said some things. And, but the part that I want to get at is personally, I feel like my home life isn't always the best. I find myself being insecure to introduce my family to new friends because I don't have the typical cookie cutter family. I was forced to mature early and essentially raise myself, so I was wondering how to practice self-care and coming to terms with the cards you're dealt in your life and how to not feel insecure when comparing home lives of other people. 
Um, and I really related to this, not like 1000%, but it was enough where it kind of conjured up a lot of memories in my own life. Um, I am someone who is always telling stories. I always have a story to tell. Um, I just am a huge storyteller. I, I love writing. So that's part of the reason why I love just connecting with stories and I just appreciate stories a lot more. And when things are happening, I can kind of see and recognize like, oh, this is a good story. Um, so I've always kind of been that person. And I, it's been a great way to make friends because people are always interested and engaged with my stories, especially me, you know, having so many stories of growing up in Arkansas and like out in the country and all that. People are always just wowed by everything that I say that I felt like was every day um, just because things are different where I grew up in a lot of ways so that's always been a great way for me to connect with other people um, and so a lot of these stories I tell get quoted and people will bring them up later and they kind of have names coined you know I have the hamster story and the pit story and all of that um, and once I told my friends about the I don't even know, like the fly swatter story I don't know how to even like title it but um and I won't get into the whole story here but my mom found out I had told that story I think someone like tweeted me and tagged me in a tweet or something about like alluding to the story and she was kind of like why would you even want to tell that story why are you not embarrassed by that and it made me think because for a while, I had been so embarrassed by every single thing that I grew up with. I was afraid I seemed too country and like just not educated and that my family would look bad and things like, you know, I know my family's not stupid and not, you know, whatever, but I feel like, and it's a thing that I, I think Southerners deal with anyway, but I just didn't want to open myself up to that kind of exposure. And so up until like junior year I was super embarrassed about my upbringing and my home life and all that I would never want to bring a friend home I think I had one friend spend the night um on like a, a regular like non-sleepover type of thing um I was always very conscious of that so I wondered you know like why up until recently have I not been okay with telling these stories what changed to make me feel okay with sharing a little bit more about who I am and where I've come from and I realized I changed because I started becoming more and more proud of myself. I was already proud of myself and I already thought, you know, I was a smart and resilient person and I had, um, you know, I had worked on my own self-worth, but it was really when I kind of shifted the way that I based the pride that I had in myself. Um, I wasn't just proud of my abilities to handle situations, but I was proud of my endurance and my resilience. And I started to understand that without that environment, without those stories and the setting and all of that, I literally would not be who I am. And so that is not to say that um, I would have been worse off or anything like that I simply would be different I wouldn't be Maya I wouldn't be the same person getting on this microphone every week and talking um would I have preferred <laughs> to be different I don't know I have no nothing to base that off of I just would not have been myself and once I kind of understood that I love exactly who I am and I would not be exactly who I am without those things happening it became a lot more um easy for me to share all of those things um, so my first tip would be just to build the pride that you have in yourself 
and remind yourself of every amazing quality that you have. Um, and you don't have to really connect it to anything right away. Uh, we'll talk about that later, but just spend more time focusing solely on your own self-confidence and self-worth and the pride that you have in who you am, who you am, who you are. <laughs> um, so what about the not so quirky stories? Because I, I have probably most of the, the experiences that I would be potentially embarrassed about were not like quirky, fun stories that I love to share. Um, and they're things that I don't tell all the time. And I'm sure a lot of you have experiences like that too. So what about the things that aren't fun stories that aren't like good party attention grabbers and things like that? Um, I would tell you one thing to throw in the trash. And I say this um, with all the love in the world. Stop saying everything happens for a reason. Not because it's not true, but because when you start from that um, point, when you start from that frame, I think it's easier to invalidate how you feel about a situation. And also because a lot of times we're saying that to other people and we're invalidating how they feel about a situation. So if you feel like everything happens for a reason, that's totally fine. I can honestly say that every negative experience I have had in my life has led me to who I am right now. Everything happened for a reason. I get it. But were those lessons valuable enough for me to do it again? I hear people all the time say like, you know, I've gone through this, this, and this, and I would do it all over again if I could get back to, you know, the place I am right now. And I don't know if that's true for me. I think I would have rather learned a lot of lessons in a much easier, simpler way. I, I truthfully believe, and yes, I would not be me. I would not be exactly who I am. But again, I don't think I would have been better or worse. I just would have been different. So while I am proud of who I am and I'm happy for the life I've built and appreciative of the situations that got me here, I know that if I could have you know, someone had reached their hand down and pulled me out of a certain situation here and there, I would have been fine with that. So I'm not going to sit here and tell everyone else um, that you should be happy for every single situation you've been in, that you should be proud because everything happens for a reason. Because I can only imagine what you've gone through. I know in my own life, there are things I would have rather not gone through. So I'm not ever going to put that on you. It would be incredibly insensitive, in my opinion, for me to tell you, not having any clue what your life has looked like, that everything has happened for a reason. Instead, I want you to focus less on being proud of the situations and being proud of yourself. Do that instead. And like I said, if you get to the conclusion that everything happens for a reason, great, amazing. But I want us to focus less on the situation and being like, well, I must be learning something from this because, again, I think a lot of times it invalidates what we go through. If you get there, eventually that's fine. But if you're having trouble um, like making peace with things, then just focus on yourself. Focus on being proud of your own self. Being proud that something in you pulled you out of that situation. Something in you was strong enough, was brilliant enough, was kind enough, was smart enough, and just pulled you pulled you out completely. And simply for that fact alone, 
you can be proud because you did that. You didn't necessarily have to. It wasn't fair that you went through that and you don't have to immediately find a way to be grateful for it because that's hard. But you can be grateful for yourself and for your own talents and abilities and skills because that's what brought you out. So when it comes to introducing friends and other new people to family members and everyone else, when you aren't, you know, a thousand percent proud of or empowered by your past, how do we do that? Um, It's a process. And I think the most important thing for you to decide is what you're comfortable with and understanding that you don't have to let everyone completely in at once if you don't want to. I think there's something very special about letting people in and showing them where you've been because they just get to know so much more about you in that way. Um, Part of the reason, like I shared before, that I love telling stories was because there was just so much that I could share about myself without saying it. You know, there was something about, and that's why I appreciate hearing stories about other people and why I love TV and things like that because you learn so much through hearing how someone dealt with a situation or seeing them do it or hearing about the little small quirky stories that happen along the way more so than someone constantly rattling off a list of fun facts because for me it's harder to express myself in that way so I've always appreciated stories like that and felt like storytelling is actually a deeply intimate event but because it's so intimate you don't have to feel pressured about bringing everyone in. Intimate stories aren't for everyone. Intimate situations in general aren't for everyone. But, you know, when you feel ready to share, you can feel empowered by the fact that that's you. That is you. If you have gotten to a point where you are just so proud of yourself, that is who you are. You literally wouldn't be you without those experiences. And I'll keep saying it again. I don't think it matters who you would have been at that point. You know, it doesn't matter if you would have been better or you would have been worse in a different situation. All that matters is you would not have been you. You have your life and you can't go get a new one. So you could spend all of your days wishing that you were a different person. I used to do that all the time. Oh my gosh, I used to wish I had so many different circumstances because life is not fair, 100% not fair at all. And I didn't, deserve a lot of the things that happen none of us do but at the end of the day if I wanted to finally have what I felt like I deserved I had to figure out a way to make peace with what happened beforehand so I think once you kind of have that realization that Everything that happened literally built me into this version of me. And yes, I could have been version A, version B, version C, but I am who I am. And so that is that in the story. I am here. And if the people in your life love and appreciate you, then that will be okay. Now, I do want to say like on a practical level, if you're embarrassed of family members because they are actually harmful then take that into account whenever you're bringing friends and significant others and everyone else around family. Um, I think knowing that situations built you is different than feeling like you have to accept every single person in your life. That's not true for me. If you have someone in your life and your family and your immediate family, a great grandfather, an uncle, whoever it may be, that is harmful and spews hate and it's just a terrible, monstrous person, you don't have to allow that person space 
in your current narrative. They don't have to be part of the story that you share with other people because you can decide that they're not a part of your story and where that chapter is closed. And that's perfectly okay. And I think we owe our responsibility to the friends and people we love to not put them in harmful situations so that can be avoided. Um, one of the weird things that I notice from people is always sharing repeatedly and in great detail how horrible their family members are. Um, I'll speak from like a race standpoint. I don't need to know how racist your aunt is. I don't need you to repeat every horrible thing she said at Thanksgiving. Um, you know, I love for you to share things with me and help you vent and all of that. But to a, a certain extent, that doesn't need to happen for me. So take things like that into account as well um, whenever you do that. But for the most part, if it's just, you know, your your standard imperfection, which is an oxymoron because what is that, then I think people... If they really are for you, they will be understanding in the fact that this is who you are because this is what built you into what you are right now. You don't have to claim every single thing, every other person in your life. That is perfectly fine. And they'll also understand because no one has a perfect backstory. It's okay if your backstory is a little splotchy. Everyone's is. It just paints the picture of who you are a little bit more. Um, and that just helps them to get to know you better. And again, I want to emphasize, you don't have to share anything you don't want to share. Boundaries are so important when it comes to things like this. If the wound is too fresh, leave it covered up. You don't have to share and expose every single thing. And you can also decide on the start of your story as it pertains to someone else. And, you know, as always, challenge by choice. If you are not ready to dive into a certain topic area or tell some a certain fact you don't have to do that you don't owe that to anyone else i would say practice on practice your inner work yourself and find a way to make peace with the situation and if that peace means leaving people behind you're perfectly entitled to do that um, but just figure out a way for you to be okay with it and to move forward and then maybe you can consider bringing other people in but you don't have to worry about involuntarily like sharing things because you feel like that's the only way to express that you love a person and that you trust them and all that because those are things that have to be built and if the person does not feel comfortable with that and is not um is not okay with things like that that's fine too because you don't owe them anything more than what you owe yourself so keep all that in mind i truly hope that we can work and, and make peace with our stories and who we are. I think that's such an, a liberating and empowering moment to be in. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, my goodness. I love sharing every little thing, <laughs> probably oversharing. I don't do it so much on the podcast, but definitely people I talk to in person. Um, so yeah, I hope that was helpful to not only the person who sent the request, but to everyone else. I kind of derailed a little bit from the request because I thought there was a lot more to share, but if you ever have requests or want me to do an episode on a certain topic, please DM me, email me, um, anything like that. I love crowdsourcing topics because it lets me know what's important to y'all and it makes me do the work and being the best um, resource that I can be for you all. Like, this is y'all's show. Tell me what you want to hear. Um, before we end, I want to give your self-care mission. And it's a little bit of 
a more involved mission than I usually do, but I really, I'm going to do this myself. And so I really want to see y'all do it. Um, so as you do it, tag us at gentler pod or tag my personal account, Maya and Fleming, because I want to see you all go through this this week. But the mission is every day this week, write about 10 of your characteristics and they can be good or bad. doesn't matter. Um, if you want to do good one day and do neutral characteristics another day and then dive into the bad ones another, that's totally fine. That's your business. Um, and include an example of when you displayed this characteristic and how it shaped you or how it benefited you or protected you because everything that we, every part of us serves a purpose. Um, even if it doesn't seem like it right up front, even the things that you think are bad have been somewhat protecting us in a way, or we think they are. And that's a lot of the, a lot of the times why we keep them on. Um, so just spend time because I think so often we um, talk about the things that we're proud about ourselves without any intention behind it. Um, you know, I say that I'm very smart or I'm very whatever because I'm, I've been trained so much to say those things and to believe those things about myself. But until you can prove examples to yourself and really connect to an experience where you display that thing, um, it's going to be hard to really connect to it. So connect to every part of yourself because you have to really love every single part of yourself. You don't get to love only the good parts because you're made up of more than just the good parts. So love every single part of you. And I wish you all the absolute best. Um, anything else I want to say? Ugh. I always say the same things that are in the outro, uh, like little spiel. So I'm going to, I'm going to just end it off, but thank you all so much for listening and I'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Gentler. If you enjoyed it, please give it a rate and review an Apple podcast. Follow us on Instagram for more self-care advice at Gentler pod and check out our website for more info, www.begentler.com. Talk to you all soon. Bye.